quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Oh. Yes, guy. Episode 45. Do you believe it? Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko, noted author, writer, reporter, journalist, Perry Lefko, and sometimes horse racing hack. How are you, buddy? Everything good? Yeah, man. That's a wonderful introduction. And just to let you know, last night I was watching, Friday night I was watching the BC Winnipeg game, and the referees were all wearing orange masks in uh, recognition of National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. And the masks were produced by Fox 40. Yet another, another uh, ingenious move uh, by our sponsor. Oh, and, and speaking of ingenious moves, uh, Fox 40 has extended until the end of the year. I just worked that out yesterday. So I, I feel obligated now to do this. Be heard outdoors with a Fox 40 electronic whistle, 100 decibels at the press of a button. Buy yours at fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. Was that timely or what? That was very timely, but was that you or was it our friend who does imitations of you? Oh, Lucas. Yeah. Lucas. <laughs> well, you notice I stopped. I mean, if it was me, and maybe it was Lucas, because if it was Lucas doing me, and then I went to veered off in another direction and, and, and throw, threw something pointed at you, but I didn't. So, you know, every time Lucas is on, I alter what I do because, he, you know, I have to move on, right? Wow, you used the word alter. Very timely word today. Yes, that's because David Alter will be our first guest, and he will be here very shortly. He works for the Hockey News. Also in segment number two, Mark Curtin at Kurt Speaks ALS. Mark Curtin, former NHL player, will be by battling ALS and will educate us and uh, and talk about his uh, his battle uh, with ALS and and uh, plug you into uh, fundraising and things like that. Also, Mike McCarthy, I want to call him the the football guru, will be by uh, in segment number three because he's pretty well done everything you can in football and. Uh, uh, you know, former boss of the Argos, and then of course, yes, yes, guy, no guy. Later on, before we get going, looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park, managing broker, Remax West Realty Brokerage, has 26 award-winning years of real estate experience. So, looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit CharlesPark.ca or call him or text him at six four seven two nine two eight eight eighty six. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anybody and i think you'd say the same about this guy david alter from the hockey news david welcome how are you today sir i'm great how are you guys doing today well, let me check i'm doing okay perry's a little questionable from what i can see day to day how can you see yeah. <laughs> i said from radio, what i can man. see I, I, didn't, I didn't see i didn't say i could see anything from what i can see questionable uh let's move on uh, david you know we're going to get into a lot of things here but but leafs uh, you know, Leafs are certainly front and center. Three more preseason games, uh, first cluster of games in camp uh, after a week. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things to like. It's difficult to put a lot of stock into preseason uh, and an intra-squad game. Uh, it's nice to actually see this group of players get a full preseason as opposed to under Sheldon Keith when he came in mid-year and then uh, the craziness that was the, the pandemic-shortened 2021 season. Um, but, uh, look, the new guys have looked pretty good. Um, Josh Hosang's looked good on a PTO. Gusev had a good night, uh, and he's the other guy on a PTO. The defense looks pretty consistent. 
but it's really hard to know until these guys get into real game action. And you know what? The, the upcoming week's going to be good for that because rosters are going to start to be trimmed down, and you're going to see uh, uh, teams that resemble more of an NHL lineup going up against teams that go up against an NHL lineup. Because in the early on, it's always the home team puts its non NHL or it puts its NHL players versus the road team that puts its. Uh, tryouts and prospects so it's really hard to kind of gauge but the new guys look good the existing guys have looked pretty good but it's hard to tell just from this uh, limited sample size here well david you and i have known each other for a long time you bailed me out a few years ago when we were covering the pan am games because you happen to be a tech guru i'm going to put it out there for anybody who doesn't know that <laughs> but what i wanted to ask you is when you're covering the leafs when i was doing in mid 80s you could go into the locker room no big deal now it's crazy how many people are covering the team. How quickly do you have to, you know, what's it like covering when one of these guys comes out and there's like eight, ten deep people trying to talk to the guy? Well, I mean, the, the thing about that, Perry, is before the pandemic, there was one answer for that, and now it's way different, and it's, it's evolving and changing. So uh, before the pandemic, you know, it, guys would come out, but the room was open, so you didn't necessarily have to follow the pack. And depending on what your priorities were or what story you were working on, generally you could get guys one-on-one, pull them aside, not even, just or just have a chat with them just to see what's going on, even if just to say hello and, and do that. Uh, last season, everything was via Zoom, and now it's just kind of they bring out three guys that you kind of have to vote on as a contingent, and those are the guys that you're talking to for – for at least the foreseeable future. Like as the pandemic eases, I'm sure things will be pretty good. And they're usually good about some form of special requests if you make them. Uh, so it's a little bit different now, but at least you can actually get about six feet away from a player. You're behind this kind of like, um, you know, those things uh, when you go to like a club, those dividers with the, the belts to kind of keep you away. And um and you can at least interject and get follow-up questions in this time. So uh, it's better. It's not quite there yet. Every place is different. Every zone with the pandemic is different. Um, and, we're, and we're getting there. But slowly we're, we're seeing signs of, of real life where you can actually just kind of talk and establish relationship with the players again. Yeah, I, I like the door you guys open there. I mean, it's, it has to be. We used to call these scoops, obviously, but uh, you know, I, I guess the, uh, the the word or descriptive now would be uh, unique content. Got to be hard to, to come up with unique content based on that, correct? It, it is, but then you kind of just and Perry alluded to kind of the tech guru stuff. So you kind of have to, you know, go with more think pieces sometimes. So like last year and this year will be a theme again is, you know, I have an economics background, so, like, I like to look at the Leafs cap situation and kind of break it down in layman's terms and put out the scenario of here's where the Leafs are at and here's why they can and can't do these things. You know, things like that that can kind of foresee what's happening with the clubs based on limitations that go beyond just what happens on the ice from an analytical standpoint, from, uh, from an economic standpoint, just what they can and can't do under the cap. Uh, there's a lot of interest in that, especially with the younger audience. So you just kind of have to adapt, uh, figure that part out. Um, and going on your social media and seeing what guys are seeing, what followers want to talk about, what, what they want to know, that will help dictate the story too. The, like you're, you're, everything has always been about serving your audience, right? So you just kind of have to adapt with them and uh, seek out experts and 
and continue to roll with the times as as tastes and ideas evolve and change. I never thought five years ago I would write about a player's cat, but it spread like crazy because people identify with uh, pets. And um, I remember it was like Nazim Kadri's cat was like trending on Reddit, so I asked him about it, and it, and people loved it because it was a, just a totally different spin on it. It's not something you'd think of, but. Everything kind of gets more absurd on social media and taste change, and your audience will help you dictate what they're interested in, for sure. So how much time during the summer months and even into September were you racking your brains on trying to figure out who were going to be the left-wingers on the Leafs' first two lines? Well, I mean, we're still kind of trying to figure it out. Um, as good as Nick Ritchie is or Michael Bunting or Nick Robertson it's really hard to know until we get into these games here. What's happened with the Leafs right now is they're in a situation where they can't retain certain players and have to make tough decisions because of cap space, like a lot of other teams are, but especially the Leafs, and had to go and buy low to or, or buy, go get buy low players that can have a high ceiling, and and uh, that's what they're hoping with in Andre Kasha and. Um, Nick Ritchie, who are both not qualified by Boston, who has certain issues, uh, Kasha with the history, Ritchie maybe a little bit with his speed, and um, but Bunting has a limited sample size in the NHL. I guess he's still technically a rookie going into this season, if you can believe that. And um, it's going to be who gels with them. I like Ilya Mikheyev in that spot. I just don't see the Leafs putting him in there. Because when you look at what Hyman did in that spot, I think Ilya Mikheyev, aside from his finishing ability, is actually the best replacement at that spot from his ability to go up and down the ice and kind of uh, clear out the puck and, and, and get it to the scorers. So I would like to see that at some point if the other experiments don't work out, and we might. We didn't see it at all last year, and they tried a lot of different left-wingers with Marner and Matthews, but they did not try Mikheyev there. The furthest he got up was the second line. So um, I'm not sure. Right now they're going to roll Nick Ritchie. To, it looks like they'll give him uh, a little bit of a run here. And if that fails, they'll, they'll change. And look, the Leafs started with Joe Thornton last year on the left wing, and they had to quickly adapt and evolve and change that. And there are going to be injuries that totally change the makeup of this lineup, and then that's where there could be some other issues with this team as well. You know, David, I totally agree with you on McKay. I mean, he's just, if he could just develop the scoring touch, he would be exactly what they need. And, and who's to say that that doesn't happen? It, it could well be. Uh, and if it develops later in the season, it doesn't really matter as long as it, at some point it shows up. Uh, my question to right. you is, a week from now we're going to be arguing about who's on the team and, and what happens with the surplus. Um, it, it looks like they've got extra bodies. How do you think that sort of works its way out? Yeah, I think it's going to depend on, uh, how many contracts they can have. I think they're up to 48 total contracts on their team uh, with the with the, the two prospects that they just signed recently. So if Hosang works out or he doesn't work out, it could be one of those things where they put him on an AHL-only deal, which wouldn't count, and he'd be happy to stick in Toronto and develop with the Marlies. And if injuries require or he outperforms where they need his skill set, they can bring him up. So I like what's happening there. It's a low-risk situation for someone like him. Um, as far as some of the other spots, it's interesting. Uh, like, everything else kind of looks clear up front 
Like Bunting's probably going to make the team. Obviously, anyone who's making at least close to a million is probably making this team. So, just from a cap standpoint, it makes the most sense. So you've got Nick Ritchie there with the top with two, your top two guys, Marner, Matthews. You can put um, Bunting in there on the second line. Kasha and Comp have, uh, have been playing on the third line. It's not likely Gusev sticks on that third line, so they probably put in either a Kerfoot if they want to move him to the wing because of what they're doing with Camp. Uh, I like Adam Brooks. The guy just knows his role. I think he's like the perfect fourth liner for the Maple Leafs, produces when he needs to, Spezza in along that spot, and perhaps Robertson on that fourth line. But if that's not the right fit for him, then maybe they, they don't have him in that spot, and maybe he does start with the Marlies because he's a contract they can move up and down the lineup. A lot of the moves are, are out of convenience, too. Like guys who don't require waivers, it's easier to move them up and down your lineup, and Robertson's one of those guys. So those are all factors that, that come into play. And as, as far as defense goes, well, the top four will be the top four. Then you've got Sandine and Dermott with Lilligren, who's now in his fifth year of pro hockey, really trying to knock on the door as the seventh defenseman right now. David, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, knock on your door to appear on my, yes, uh, sorry, Leaf Sky podcast. Too many guys here. Leaf Sky podcast. <laughs> I'm just glad I get to say yes, guy, on the airwaves. I don't think I've Say it. Done say it, man. Yeah, yes, go, go. yes, guy. So okay, there we go. Good. On, there we go. <laughs> say it better, David, man. Thanks very much. Uh, I miss, I yeah, miss good. you, Perry. All right. There we go. David Alter from the Hockey News. Dead silence when he said he missed you. Uh, so, hockey coming up in TSN 1050 Tuesday. Leafs against the Habs preseason game. And Leafs against the Habs Wednesday, October 13th. The season, home and season opener live here on TSN 1050. If you're an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker, REMAX West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.net. Fox 40 has launched the Ron Foxcroft book, 40 Ways of the Fox. Order your copy today at fox40shop.com. That proceeds go to Liberty for Youth and City Kids, two war organizations organizations that do wonderful work in our community. Up next, Mark Curtin. This is Yes Guy on TSN 1050 Live on your radio, live streaming, podcasting, and on-demand and Apple CarPlay and Android Auto through the iHeartRadio Canada app. Yes, guy. Jim Taddy and Perry Left go with you. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley ready to help you with your financial needs. So if you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one eight seven 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 three four three zero five five or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With thirty years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Next guest is Mark Curtin, former leaf at kurt speaks als is the twitter account mark welcome in we're thrilled to have you with us today buddy how you doing guys good good um i don't know where to start with this quite frankly you're diagnosed with als um you've had it uh, the diagnosis for for three years what can you tell us help us out with this and, and actually tell us how we can help you catch you know what it really it's a hard one to pin down exactly when you have been diagnosed because from a technical standpoint, yeah, I was diagnosed in 2018, March, 
But the reality is my first symptom was 2015 on the beaches of Bahamas where I couldn't stop my right uh, bicep from twitching. And I thought it was a pinched nerve and, and what have you. So it, it's a bit of a floating date as to uh, when someone asks you how long you had ALS for. Uh, so I basically have been saying, look, I've had it for six years because of the first symptom. So uh, uh, really it started then and, uh, and then I went through a couple of years of testing uh, and what have you, but just crazy things, eh, guys, that was happening. Like I, my golf club would slip out of my right hand. I'd drop a dumbbell on my foot when I uh, was lifting some weights and, uh, and then a fall here and a fall there. And you're going, what the heck is going on here? And, uh, I'll tell you, it's, uh, you know, it kind of worked around me like a clock from right arm to left arm, to left leg to right leg. And, uh, so far, that's sort of where it's at, uh, and thank goodness, or thank God, it's not in my front, uh, which affects respiratory and swallowing and the rest of it uh, for now. So that's basically how it started. Mark, you've been very upfront about what you're going through and trying to create more awareness. You know, some people, when they get into these type of situations, they feel sorry for themselves, they go into themselves. Why did you decide to become very upfront about it? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't at the start, and, and Jim will be able to relate to this because uh, I think, Jim, you, you sold real estate for a while, right? So, yeah, 10 years. And that's what I've done for 30 years, and I have a, a great team here in Oakville and what have you, so there was always that dance on the, on the fence, like, do I let it out? Do I not let it out? And, and you know, the craziest thing happened. I was in Peterborough for a... Uh, Peterborough Pete's uh, reunion uh, for the losers because we lost in the Memorial Cup and we had a, a 1978 team met there and I got interviewed by a, a gentleman at the Peterborough Examiner and I didn't think much of it but Gary Green said he's going to ask you some pointed questions I said well whatever so we talked for about half an hour and then it was done and I was driving home the next day with Keith Crowder and we got home and my wife said so uh, so when did you decide to, to let it out of the bag kind of thing? I said, oh, I didn't. I just told a local newspaper a few, gave him a few answers. And she said, have you ever heard of social media? And I just started laughing. I thought, oh, oops. And it got out. And then I decided, you know what? Screw it. I'm coming out with this. And I'm going to use whatever platform I have and help people that have this, help move this uh, cause along. Um, and, and so basically that was when it happened and that was about, oh, I guess about three summers ago. And then it really picked up steam this past June, uh, with Lou Gehrig day and what have you. So, you know, now what I found Jim is that, is that it's amazing, but our business in real estate is bigger and better than it ever was. So people is, even though you're ill with something like this, if you're 100% mentally fine and what have you, they'll work with you anyways. So it was a real eye-opener, and, oh, and I'm so glad I, I, I went in that direction. 
Well, good for you for embracing this and, and, and taking it to, and actually helping other people. I mean, the fact that you're here today with us and, and talking about how you discovered it, I mean, you know, as, as you get older, your body does things and you never really no. know what that means. And I mean, you're talking about an innocent, um, I guess, collision of three or four things that, that forced you to realize that you should get it checked out. But I mean, you know, and you played hurt. So this this is the, the interesting thing is when you're yeah. in the NHL and you, and you play hurt, I mean, you don't know really how to how to classify any of the aches and pains do you well you know you know what uh i never yeah exactly like i mean how often do you wake up in the morning with a twitch in your eyelid or whatever and uh you know so i the ironic thing is i had just i was 57 i guess at the time you know what i had my first cup of coffee ever about two weeks before that ever and so I thought, geez, it's got to be coffee. That's probably the problem. So instead of stopping coffee, I kept drinking it for a couple of weeks to see if it would get worse. Then I stopped, and the twitching got worse. But it was a weakness. Hey, guys, that was the thing. And uh, boy, oh, boy, I'll tell you, it's a tough one to diagnose. Um, but you get these fasciculations, and then you get cramps. And, and I, you know, uh, you see football players go down on one knee uh, sometimes, and the announcer will say, "Oh, he's got a he's got a cramp in his leg. He's cramping up." And I used to think, "What a sissy that uh, like a cramp. Why is he now just for a cramp?" And then you know what? When I'm lying in bed and I was getting them in my calf and my thigh, I, I said, "Oh, I get it now. I get it because it does. It's like it goes out of joint. So, so you know, you're right. Playing hurt." Um, you know, I went through a lot of that cramping stage, but I'm through that now. And, guys, I don't have any pain. There's no pain whatsoever. It's, it's, uh, it's just muscle weakness everywhere. And, and I've kind of lost the use. Well, I can't walk anymore, so I'm in a wheelchair. But um, my arms, uh, I can still type. Uh, but my wrists have dropped. But I can type. And, uh, um, you know... Obviously, I can talk, and the rest is fine. So, listen, if 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 somebody could stop this illness right now with me where it's at, I'm good with it. And I think the whole ALS community is preaching the same thing. It's just that we have our struggles uh, getting the awareness out there and getting some help with it. The Toronto Blue Jays uh, asked you to throw the first pitch a couple weeks ago, and I'm thinking... Yeah. What was that like? Because you were in a wheelchair, and some people, when they're throwing the home plate, it's a big deal. They're going to get across the plate, or they're going to miss. They did something really special for you. Tell the audience about what it was. Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, JC reached out to me, Jamie Campbell, and uh, and uh, asked uh, asked if I wanted to throw the first pitch, and absolutely for sure. So down we went, and uh, it was a great experience, and. And, you know, it's funny, like when I was on the field about half an hour before, I realized how big that place was. And, you know, when you're at the center ice or in an NHL arena, it's big, but it's not that big. And so I'm out there and it's just all groomed and I'm getting all these instructions about you got to go across the third baseline where it's dry, not wet, because it's all groomed and all this stuff. So we got out there and... uh Ace, the uh, mascot, I told him ahead of time, buddy, you got to put the ball right in my hand or we're going to struggle. And so I thought he heard me, but we got out there 
and and uh, the relief pitcher uh, Baruki was out there, uh, ready to catch it. And so Ace drops the ball on my lap, and then all of a sudden uh, the drums start rolling, and I'm fumbling to try and get it into my two hands, and I finally get it in there, and I go back. And I'm all set to throw, and the drum roll feels like it's been going on for five minutes. So I'm, I've got it back over my shoulder, and then I realize he's too far away. So I go, Brian, Brian or Ryan, you got to go closer, move a foot closer. So he moves a foot closer, and I threw it, and it was a sinker, and it went straight down. And and as he he whispered in my ear, he says that pitch was unhittable. But I'll tell you, it was a blast. <laughs> it, it was a blast, and we laughed and. Uh, um, and, and like I said, every bit of awareness helps. And uh, Chris, um, Chris Snow, the assistant GM of Calgary, did the Boston Red Sox game. And uh, I'm, I'm reaching out to George Brett in Kansas City because there's a guy out there, Scotty Smith. He'll throw the first out there. And you'll know, we'll just work it around the league, you know. Any, any kind of awareness helps, right? Well, we have the platform. The mic is open. So how how can we help? How can anybody pitch in here? Well, you know, I think the the June Awareness Month was massive, and uh, um, I started a video campaign, which you guys will be number one on the list next June. But where I went out to, and I reached out to about thirty three uh, sports media and and Hall of Famer hockey guys and whatever to do a, you know, 30, 60 second spot on, uh, on ALS awareness for June. And what a reception I got. Like Wendell Clark, I must've got it in five minutes after I sent it to him. And, and if you look on my Twitter profile, they're all there. Everybody from the Leaf captains to, uh, you know, the sports media and what have, everybody rallied around it and it was huge. And then when Lou Gehrig day hit, um, that was the biggest day ever for ALS, the ALS community, and it resonated right across the land. And, uh, and I think that's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, uh, and I'm hoping the NFL will take note of it because, guys, when I got ill with this, a couple weeks after I made a list of 70 former athletes that have had this and passed or are still alive, and most were football. And if you ever want to see a moving YouTube, watch uh, Steve McMichael. He was a warrior in the mid-'80s uh, for the Bears, and uh, he's got it. And, and just hear what he has to say. So I think the NFL is next in line to, to have, a, have a special day, and it, it's just going to get uh, bigger and bigger. But what can you guys do? Just whenever you hear something about ALS, um, you know, spreading the word – is a biggie. I mean, the ALS community has certain asks, there's certain goals that we're after, and uh, one is obviously the awareness of uh, what a tragic, difficult illness this is for family and everybody around it, and research money, and of course, one of the biggest things is the government creating faster pathways to drug approvals, because there's no excuse to have to wait two years for a drug that's been approved uh, when we only have a two to five year lifeline, like, like the average lifeline is two to five years. Some make it 10. And between us, uh, I like that category a little better. So 
you know what? At the end of the day, um, those are really the main asks, and we're just pushing and pushing and pushing till we get the government to to pay attention to us, right? Well, Mark, we really appreciate your time this morning, and um, understand that on this show uh, or any show I do, you've got an open platform. So, anytime you need anything promoted, you let me know. Well, no, that's I. I really appreciate that, and uh, um, the like. The sports media has really rallied around this cause. I mean, some of you know some of the media, like uh, Doug McLean and Steve Simmons, have become very good friends of mine now uh, because of this, and. Uh, um, and certainly uh, the hockey community has, has all rallied around, too. And like I said, I, I think it's just going to get uh, uh, bigger and bigger. I mean, we raised 100000 in two months um, in, in June, July. And uh, so we, you know, we want to we keep pushing, uh, pushing on it. But thanks for the open door on that. That's, uh, that's huge. But one thing I do want to add is that... Um, you know, when I got ALS, guys, I didn't even know what it was other than watching some video maybe of Lou Gehrig uh, going on to Yankee Stadium for his speech. But the more and more I learn about it and, and realize that when someone does get ill with it, it it's really their family that gets ill too because uh, they're the immediate go-tos and caregivers. And every time I get weaker and weaker, they got to come up to bat more and more. And it's really difficult uh, for the family to see a uh, slide, right? And uh, yeah. so I think that when people are rallying to the ALS patient, they got to be aware that a family is just as sensitive and in just as difficult of a spot. That's so. extremely well said, Mark. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem, guys. No problem. You got a great show, and uh, I enjoy watching it and listening to it, I should say. And uh, I look forward to uh, talking to you guys down the line for sure. You will. Thank you. And, uh, you know, great mention of the caregiver. I mean, the caregiver in our society is the most underrated role there is. I mean, this is um, this is a monumental give, uh, and a lot of times not a lot of thanks. But, uh, you know, that was well said by Mark Curtin. Uh, at Kurt Speaks ALS is the Twitter account. Check it out. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. This is Yes Guy on TSN 1050, live on your radio, live streaming, podcasting, and on-demand on Apple CarPlay and Android Auto through the iHeartRadio Canada app. Yes, guy, Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko. Use a Fox 40 whistle to be heard outdoors while walking, hiking, biking, and more. Visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY. What is the code? It's YESGUY. I already said that. And you'll get 15% off your order. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. So in previous broadcast, Perry, I said Dean has renewed, Charles Park has renewed, 
renewed. Fox 40 has renewed, and so has our buddy Herb. And so we still have one more spot, and, and you have a, a car dealership coming on. And, of course, then we could always place in a title sponsor. So things are going well with the Yes Guy broadcast. I can't believe that it's going to soon be one year, and I think that's uh, I think it's special, right? A lot of people have embraced the show, the sponsors and, and the guests, and uh, you and I have had some fun times with this, and uh, yeah, it's, when, it, when you and I look back on this, I, I can't believe we've gone this long, but uh, yeah, we, I think we've got something special. Episode 45 today, so we're only seven off the year anniversary. That'll be something. I hope you have well, right now, we're, if we can get through to Mike McCarthy, it would be great. And if we can't, we'll have to book him next week. The problem with doing this show is occasionally things get uh, out of sorts. So right now, we're well, trying to get uh, all the... That's, that's the problem with doing any show. Not, not all of it works, and so you uh, learn to tap dance. Uh, and he's got an interesting story. I was just looking at the, the notes you sent me. And of course, I remember this. He worked with Harold Ballard. He worked with Harry Ornest. And those are two uh, poker players, to say the very least. Bruce McNall, we've talked about him. And, of course, uh, John Candy and Wayne Gretzky. Uh, so he's, and he's literally done everything you could possibly do in in the sport of uh, professional football so um he's uh, he's out of the uh, the mix now he's uh, we're going to have to move on without him uh, the call's going to voicemail so mike will be with us next week um and uh, you know quite frankly i, I used to run into him at Ticat games and, and speak to him in the press box all the time to kind of miss that but uh, this will be a great way to reconnect and we'll, we'll push him to next week i really enjoyed uh, the conversation with mark Curtin. i don't know if, if everybody can remember him as a player smallish uh, center guy who uh, you know got to back in that you're talking what mid 80s uh, you know uh, early 80s uh, th- those guys got beat up so you can understand that as you get older you get these little tweaks and, and you don't know what they mean and, and unfortunately for him it, it turned into a massive battle with with als but very gracious really enjoyed that what well, you know the, the, the conversation is tough to have but but he was very gracious about it you know it's funny like uh i when i called him up the other day i said was your number like number 20 with the lease he goes yeah for some reason, I just remembered him and remembered his number. And he didn't play that long for the Leafs. Maybe, I think it was a couple games one year and maybe half a season the next year. But it's funny how some players just, you recall certain things about him. I remembered him. And, yeah, I think what he said about Lou Gehrig was pretty fascinating because a lot of people, and him too, he didn't really know much about Lou Gehrig, but he is the person that this disease has been named after. And it's great that sports has really looked at this disease and realized, you know, it's something that we can do to bring awareness because for whatever reason, it does seem to happen to a lot of athletes. Yeah, uh, at Kurt Speaks ALS is the uh, the Twitter account. I remember as a player, he was, he was dealt to Detroit uh, out of the Leafs. And, uh, again, a smallish type center, but great wheels, great hands. And, uh, you know, at that time, to be a smallish uh, player in the NHL was tough because uh, it was – no holds barred. I mean, it was hacking and whacking. I mean, guys got physically beat up with the stick quite often. So he paid the price to play in the NHL. There's no question about that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're glad to have him on with us and, and hope to uh, have him back and, and uh, further the cause as we move along. And I know both of us have known David Alter for, for quite some time. And I always find him to be a fascinating conversation. And when I get him on my Leafs Guy podcast, he can't wait to play Yes Guy, No Guy. If you ever, like I said, I've known David a long time, and I wanted to ask him, did you ever go up to Kyle Dubas and say, Kyle, you know, I studied economics at Western. Can we talk about economics? Because David really does understand it. So when he talked about the cap, I think it's something he could really sink his 
teeth into, but I've never met a guy who was so into technology like he is. I mean, there's a guy named Mark Salzman. Everybody knows who he is, but David Alter happens to be brilliant when it comes to technology. I think the guy should have his own technology show. We might have to add him as our technical producer just to sort of iron things out. We'll have to call Mike Maybe McCarthy not. and say, Mike, man, where are you? What happened to you, right? But, yeah, like you say, things happen. This is live. You can't predict these things, so hopefully we can get Mike on another time. If not, that was his one shot at the bigs. I'll try not to take that well, one personally. Uh, yeah, ben is, ben is upset because I was going to offer David Alter the technical producer's job. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Guy. You're okay, uh, man. You're, you're okay. Your job is safe, Ben. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, I should have said our, our, an additional technical producer because we're swamping Ben on a weekly basis. Did I get out of that? Probably not. You're so we're going to have to atone for all this mess. Yeah, we're going to have to atone for all this mess with a with a resounding addition of yes guy, no guy to close it off. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG Safebridge Mortgage Solutions. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact him on Twitter at MTGDean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call to 416-885-1761. And Fox 40 has launched Ron Foxcroft's new book, The 40 Ways of the Fox. Order your copy today at fox40shop.com. Net proceeds go to Liberty for Youth and City Kids, two organizations that do wonderful work in our community. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050, live in your radio, live streaming, podcasting, and on-demand on Apple CarPlay and Android Auto through the iHeartRadio Canada app. Yes Guy, No Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the No Permission Required edition of Yes Guy, No Guy on the Yes Guy radio show because it's all Yes Guy, right, Guy? Go ahead, sir. Yes Guy. Is that Go it? Ahead, sir. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Super fan Nav Badia should be at every Blue Jays game because he was there Friday night, front and center. You could see him right behind home plate, and they won. Nav is the key. He is the secret ingredient to the sauce. Yes, guy. I mean, come on. The Raptors won a championship with this guy. Absolutely. He's got the vibe. Absolutely an emphatic yes, guy. And I think you would concur because you asked the question. I concur. Yes, guy. Now it's your turn, guy. Okay, yes, I know, Guy. It is kind of my game. Anyways, Guy, sorry to hear that, Guy. All right, yes, Guy, no, Guy. The least forwards will be better top to bottom collectively and individually this year. No, Guy. It's an 82-game season, oh. okay? I still don't oh. get I said to David Alter, the left-wingers on the first line and second line, they spent too much money on four guys. That's why you're going to have million-dollar players. It's a tougher division this year. It's a really hard ask, so no, I don't think so, guy. Totally disagree, guy. I like what they've done. Uh, you know, everybody was looking for the Zach Hyman replacement. There is none. You move on, uh, and and I kind of like the the volume of of opportunities here. And uh, already in camp, Bunting has uh, really turned a lot ahead. So I, I kind of it's going to be different, uh, but I kind of like it. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess the premise would be bring everybody back, but it didn't work last year anyway. So you have to move on. Got nothing to do with. Uh, the, the people that have departed, but uh, you do have to have a fresh look, and, and that they have. Go ahead, sir. Charlie Montoya, Montoya, whatever his name is, won't be back as the Blue Jays Montoya. manager because of what's happened last week. If they don't get into the playoffs, he's done. 
Um, just because you said because of what's happened, um, I'm going to say I'm going to say yes, guy, he won't be back. Uh, but it's got nothing to do with uh, anything other than I just think they need somebody else there. I, I wouldn't pin the last week on him. Uh, I mean, some weird stuff happened. You got injuries. You got Agua under the bridge. You got the data card thing. I mean, just. Uh, I think they, they just had to do too much in a positive direction, and sometimes that, that can't happen. So I, I wouldn't put that on him, but I wouldn't disagree with replacing him. Does that make any sense? Yes, guy. Uh, he's done well. He came in there. He's a really positive guy, nice guy. I think they need to bring in somebody that's more with a got an edge to him, and I think they're a really good team. But this leads me to my next question, if you don't mind me overruling the order here. <laughs> guy? Yeah, okay, go okay, ahead, guy? sir. Guy. Guy. Yeah, okay. good guy. Go, go, guy. Robbie Ray had play has played his last game for the Blue Jays. No guy. Uh, and again, I wouldn't put it all on him. It's unfortunate what happened, but you know they, there was great detail and and how they wouldn't bite on one of the other pitches. Uh, just you know, I always get confused by that because uh, so I, I, I no guy is the answer. I think he'll be back. But, you know, the, the opposition knows what you're doing and adjusts, and you know what they're doing, but you don't adjust. So I, I get confused at this stuff. But no guy, he will be back. Yes guy, no guy, number two from this side of the, the microphone. You have the Breeders' Stakes winner already in mind. It'll happen Sunday afternoon. But you, Mr. Perry Lefko, already know who will win the Breeders' Stakes. Guy, we need to talk before the show starts. I haven't even looked at the race yet, so it's an emphatic oh, no guy to use your language, guy. Come on, wow. guy. You, wow. mean, you missed the point about <laughs> Robbie Ray. See, the guy's see, a left See, this is the new thing now. What is it? We're guy, going off board guy, this or what? is the new thing. No, guy, this is the new thing. And Ralphie did this to me the other night, to use your language. Well, guy, think of your own. Like, don't, don't say to use your language. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Come on, just, just think of your own thing, guy. Okay, to use my parlance, you missed the whole Robbie Ray thing. <laughs> the guy's going to be priced probably out of the Blue Jays' uh, economics. So no, no, do no, you think he'll no, be back? No do you think they'll, they'll bring him back? Yeah. They'll pay to bring him back? Yes, 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 they will, guy. Yeah, they have to. He's a Cy Young winner. If he doesn't win, he loses by a whisker. Why wouldn't you want that guy back? Are you going to find another one somewhere else? No, guy. You have to. This is the problem where they are right now. You have to pay for it. You have to ante up. Otherwise, you just become that second-tier team for the for the rest of your existence, and that's not what anybody wants here. So, they have to find a way to make that work. What about Mats and and uh, uh, Semyon? They have to bring those guys back too. I mean, you have to pay for it. it, it well, it's I'm not like you're, it comes down you're asking, guy. It's yeah, but economics. it's not like they're, they're asking for some ridiculous figure. It, it's I know it's economics, but what are your economics going to turn you into a, a B team? I don't know, but there's going to be some crazy team like the Dodgers or somebody that's got a massive payroll. They're going to give this guy an incredible offer, and he's going to go. It could happen with Marcus Simeon as well. The Blue Jays are going to really have to ramp up their payroll, and that's the problem. Yeah, well, it is. That's it. But what happens when you win or get close to win, then, then that only opens the door to spending more money. So if you're not prepared to do it, you're in the wrong business. Anyway, I just got, quickly here. Yes, guy, no guy. The Bucks will roll the Patriots Sunday night. No, guy. I'm going with the Patriots because I want to see Bill Belichick smile. It doesn't happen very often. <laughs> That is an image. It's a sick little grin. And on that note, thank you to everybody for stopping by. Yes, Guy, episode 46 is next week. Yes, Guy! <laughs>